Okay, welcome to the very first episode of this new podcast. I'm the host of it, Brian Greenwald, and welcome. Basically, the premise of this podcast is going to be us just in a coffee shop on a date. That's what we're doing. Maybe you want to... Think of it as a mutual date. Maybe it's a romantic date. Wink, wink. But it is overall just us sitting at a coffee shop, um, drinking some coffee. And that's the energy. So today, I'm drinking some iced oat milk latte. Um, You guys should honestly, like, when you listen to this podcast, please also make yourself, grab yourself go buy yourself a cup of coffee and then come back and then hit play because that's the energy of this podcast, right? Like you need to be drinking coffee when you're doing it. Like that's just the energy. If you don't like coffee, maybe you like matcha. Drink some matcha. Maybe you like some iced teas. I don't know. Maybe some hot teas. Go for it. Be wild. I don't know. But that's that's the vibe. You have to. But yeah, so... I want to get into our first topic of the day while we're sitting in this lovely cafe of ours, um, sipping some coffee. Um, I wanted to talk about being a hopeless romantic because this is a very big prevalent thing in my life recently, I think, that I've been like both struggling with, but also just like noticing a lot more recently. It's just that I'm a hopeless romantic and like every sort of realm in life it's like it's starting to affect my life honestly and I thought I would just like dissect it a bit figure that out like why am I like this right like where does it stem from and I feel like it all kind of and this is the obvious like answer I guess but I feel like it all kind of just stems from the media that we consumed as a child growing up and how that kind of like reflects in our lives today. A big part of media as a child is like Disney, obviously. I feel like every Disney movie like hyper fixates over the hopeless romantic side of life and kind of normalizes it. And so I honestly think a lot of it comes from Disney and growing up with that, you know, between all the princess movies and I mean, even like their basic animation movies even kind of hyperfixates on that idea. And I think also another side of media, because I identify as like a gay man, I do feel like gay love stories in the media. That's obviously always something that I've very much paid attention to throughout like my teen years and even today. Consumption of gay media is very, it's very much a big thing that like dictates your perception of love. I think like anything within like the queer relationship realm in media today, and even like growing up, that obviously dictates like how you view relationships in your own life. And I think as a high schooler, I always looked at it because the media that I was consuming, any queer media, it tended to be like 
a lot of like the backstory growing up getting bullied and then like getting out of that and trying to find yourself in the real world and like finding the your true love and they they kind of come from this like straight perspective almost of like how a straight relationship comes about when in reality queer relationships are a lot more open-ended and they're a lot they they look very different I think than a straight relationship in the sense that you have to look out for different things within people but also you have to have a different guards up right like you have a lot of past trauma probably as a queer person in America like it is just it's it looks a lot different and I think the media hasn't really got to that level of realizing it looks a lot different and we're still kind of even today in that space where it's coming from more of like a straight cis perspective and I think that definitely needs to change but I think that also kind of plays a role in my hyperfixation over being a hopeless romantic because I feel like in the media we don't really have a accurate representation of a queer relationship. Therefore, I'm going about these queer relationships in my own life kind of wrongfully. Like I'm viewing it from of more of a cis relationship and obviously that's not what's going to come about and I'm just going to constantly be let down, I guess, um, because I'm not consuming the right content. And I mean, now as a 21-year-old, I can see that I'm not consuming the wrong right content, but I can now, you know, seek out the correct ones. But I think, you know, growing up, it's really changing teenagers' perspectives and how that leads into adulthood. And at least for me, that's what happened. And I think also another side of the reason why I'm such a hopeless romantic is also music. Like, music is so hard to listen to when you're going through the ups and downs of a relationship. And I think it's mainly because, you know, obviously, like, especially in pop music, like, it's all this, like, bubblegum pop stuff that's mainstream. And, like, the stories are always, like, you find the girl... You get the girl, maybe you fuck it up, you try to solve the problem, the problem's solved, you go off, you get married. Or it ends in a breakup and you realize, oh, okay, now it's my self-love era. But like at the end of the day, there's so much more than that. And I think, at least for me, music growing up and the music I hyperfixate over, it tends to be music that's a lot more like lovey-dovey and that therefore, and therefore that turns into... Um, like how my perception of relationships is, right? Now I'm viewing my own relationships in the sense that, oh, it needs to turn out like this or it needs to turn out like a Taylor Swift song did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all of this content feels so, I guess, like looking down one path when there's so many other paths to look down and we're not really giving that other path enough attention, um, at least today. Um, maybe we can get there, but I do feel like a lot of the media has changed my perception of relationships. Um, but I do want to get into like how it affects relationships that I have today, like how being a hopeless romantic, because obviously it's too late to like 
change the facts that I am a hopeless romantic. Like, I'm 21 years old. Like, I'm going to have this perception of relationships for a while. But I think realizing how it's changed my perception can kind of, you know, switch gears a little and make my make myself realize, like, okay, let's try to go down this other path then and see how that works out. But, um... Yeah, so let's get into it. I feel like I tend to hyperfixate easily on relationships I'm trying to form with somebody a lot more. And it's that's an emphasis on trying. Because like I don't think I've ever I I don't think I've ever really been in like a strong relationship yet. And I think because of that, I really start to hyperfixate on really trying with people, even though those people tend to maybe not be the correct person I should bring into my life. But I want it to work out so much because I'm watching these movies and listening to this music that's telling me, yeah, there's going to be these bumps in the road, but you just got to look past them because everything has bumps in the road. But at the end of the day, it's like, if a person's wrong for you, a person's wrong for you. Like, you don't have to settle down. And I think a lot of media has told us we should settle down because, like, that's just the way it is. But at the end of the day, no. Like... You shouldn't. And I think that's one thing I'm learning right now in my life is to like be able to let people go if they're not good for me or if they're not serving me. Um, because at the end of the day, I really only should be taking in people that benefit my lifestyle and not bringing me down constantly. Um, and I guess I feel like throughout my whole life up until this day of me talking about this, it's like, I really didn't do that. I like really wanted things to work out and I tried so bad. And like, I think that's such a big, a big, big, um, section of being a a hopeless romantic is like the trying and trying and trying and just, it's not going to work out because it's like, you're just, you're just talking to a brick wall at that point. Um, also, I feel the need to create amazing, memorable dates with people constantly that would, like, you know, like, I'm talking about, like, amazing dates that that people would write about in history books about amazing dates. They would put my date right on that very first page, and I think I constantly, constantly want that to happen in my life, and at the end of the day, a good relationship is going to be formed throughout time, throughout friendship, And you're going to get there eventually, but it's like focusing so much on making a date memorable, you can easily start to ignore the person that you're actually there to be on a date with. You can start to ignore red flags, you can start to ignore their conversations, maybe you're not, you know, going in the right way with the conversations because you're so hyper fixated on the date itself, the environment you're in, you know. It, it tends to be a lot more materialistic at that point. And being materialistic is also a big side of being a hopeless romantic because I don't think we like to admit it, but it's like because of this media that we're consuming telling us it should be this way, it's like then we start to look at relationships as a lot more materialistic. Like these dates, need, you need to pay for the other person. It needs to be like at a bar or a restaurant or else it's not a real date. You need to have a big picnic, but you also need to bring wine. You need to bring all this food you need to have it during sunset because if it's not it's if it's not 
sunset. It's not going to be as romantic because then it won't be like the movies. It's like we start to look at it in such a materialistic way. At the end of the day, relationships are not dependent on the dates you have. They're dependent on the conversations you're having, the people you're letting in, the hand that you're holding. It's like, it's not materialistic in any form. And I think that's something I'm trying to get over right now is like, you know, trying to pay more attention to the individual rather than, um, you know, just trying to get a perfect date. I also tend to think of the perfect relationship, and that's in quotes, by the way, is one without any past or trauma or fights. That's also very not true. Like, relationships are rocky, but like, we all have a past. We all have trauma built up in some sort of way. And it's like, you kind of do bring that within a relationship. Like, we're all human beings. We have, you know, if you would call it flaws. But it's like, I think, you know, in movies and TV shows, they tend to just kind of, like, jump over this idea of the past and, like, erase it. Like, if you're getting with somebody new, everything from your past is erased, which is so not true. Like, we bring everything from our past into our future because that's how we learn. And if you can't have those conversations with your partner, it's not gonna... It's not gonna last. And I think if we just constantly ignore, we live in this ignorant lifestyle, it's just only gonna tear apart people. It's if you're constantly ignoring things. Um, I think that's something we should start talking about, you know, bringing it up sooner in relationships rather than later, like your trauma and your past, because it's going to come up down the road. It's going to come up at any point. And it's like, you don't want it to come up and then be like this burst of fire and anger. You want it to be kind of seamless and peaceful and comforting. And I think as a hopeless romantic, I tend to want to ignore that. And it's a big flaw, you know, it's because that can also be the thing that like, you know, you can you can trauma bond with somebody, you know, that's a way of bonding. And I think, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I really think as a hopeless romantic, I just tend to ignore that or want to ignore that again, because I want it to be in quotes, the perfect relationship. So yeah, I guess that's another flaw of being a hopeless romantic, but yeah, like Hold on, let me get a sip of this iced coffee. <sighs> Delicious. Okay. Um, I feel like, to sum this all up, I feel like, as somebody who identifies as a hopeless romantic, I can kind of say, like, I'm in this point in my life where I can confront these, like, these bumps in the road and realize like I can slow down, face those bumps head on and understand that like ignoring the bump, ignoring that sign that says slow down, it's only going to do you harm. So I think I'm trying to just face these issues just a lot more so that I can form better relationships in my life because I'm clearly getting nowhere with relationships, but, um, I do feel like going forward from now, I feel like I'm just going to be able to like realize what I'm doing when it comes to my ignorance and open up a lot more, I think. But hopefully, I'll update you if that works out or not. Um, 
But yeah, that's the end of our first episode. Um, I'm having fun. I think this was good. I'm, I would love to hang out with you again, sip some more coffee, matcha, whatever you're having. Um, let's do this again, please. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.